listening to the Killy Shrew View podcast, the home of two clubs, one love, Shrewsbury Town and Kilmarnock FC. Welcome there to another episode of Two Clubs, One Love, The Killish Review. And this week it is episode 27. And as mentioned earlier on, we are going to be all over the show for the rest of the season. But guess what? We're still going to provide Kilmarnock and Shrewsbury content. And we've got plenty to catch catch up today, should I say. Uh, So Rob, how are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. You had a good week? Yeah, not bad. I've just literally got in for football and um, trying to record it in the car, then on the phone, and it's just resu- <laughs> resulted back to being in the kitchen on the laptop as usual. So, Without your new headphones. <laughs> yeah, without the new headphones and the stash of um, of new uh, earpods as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, not, not bad, not bad. So, um, uh, yeah, just... It was good to actually get back into the swing of things with football and that. You know, it's uh, a good bit of exercise. I've been going for walks as well a bit more recently. You know, just good for the sort of fresh air. Sorry, good for it's good with the fresh air and that, but also good for your obviously your mental health and all that. You know, getting out there and uh, touching on mental, man. touching on mental health this week. I mean, uh, tell us about what you've been doing at work this week. Yeah, um, they uh, they asked me to if, well if I'd like to go on um, a mental health awareness course at work. Um, just um, obviously, we're all very uh, sort of aware of it to an extent nowadays, aren't we? With um, it being more in the public eye, but um, yeah, just um, just being able to sort of spot potential signs that people are struggling, um, how to approach them and, and and offer assistance with if they need it and want it, of course, and um, and the appropriate actions to take, really. So um, obviously, it's quite in depth. It's quite deep. Some of the stuff that they go into, and they have to uh, because. You know, while someone might be struggling and just having a bad day, um, there can be the absolute extreme opposite of that as well, can't there? So, um, yeah, pretty deep. And um, you need to go and take yourself for a little walk after <laughs> sitting through some of the stories that you hear from people. But it needs to be heard and it needs to be said. So, um, so yeah, I, hopefully it will help. And if, um, if I can help someone at work, if they're ever struggling, then um, it's been worth it, hasn't it? That's great. It's good stuff, Rob. I mean, it's always good to hear people, you know, doing things, um, you know, in the workplace and that as well, because it is important. You always tend to find that, you know, any workplace, whether it's a, you know, in football, um, or it's you know in an office job, um, yeah. you know, mental health is everywhere, and you know, you, you sometimes can spot the signs of mental health. Sometimes you can't. You know, you could you could have the happiest person at work putting on a smile on the face but as soon as they leave that building you know you don't know what's going on behind closed doors so it's always important to make sure that you are talking about it around people and try and make it as comfortable as a possible environment so no definitely and and, you know like say me getting back into sort of an exercise routine and playing football I feel I felt great tonight you know I felt really good and 
But yeah, I was absolutely knackered and blown out my ass by the end of it. But, you know, in terms of just getting that back in that frame of mind of, sort mm. of eating a bit healthier as well and that you sort of, yeah. you know, it, it it puts things into perspective sometimes that, you know, you've got to look after yourself. I mean, of course. But at the same point, football uh, doesn't help, but it does it doesn't doesn't help, should I say? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, depending on what side of the uh, spectrum you look at it, but um, no, I yeah. mean, in, we should also just before we move on to you know uh, more exciting things, and that was Shrewsbury and uh, more <laughs> depressing things with Kilmarnock. Uh, we should uh, actually congratulate uh, Shrewsbury this week. The uh, Shrewsbury uh, Foundation actually. Um, put up a tweet just I think eight hours ago uh, regarding children's mental health uh, week yeah. um, how they'd like to shine a light on it for two of their new mental health coaches Helen and Zoe who have been part of that and uh, well done so shout out to Helen and Zoe there um, if you want to read up on more than that on more of the story uh, just visit foundationsstfc.co.uk forward slash children mental health Um and you'll be able to find out a lot more information on there. So, well done to them too. So, um, the agenda for number 27 then. So, we've sort of like gone off the agenda a bit. I've, me and you have not really caught up much for a couple of weeks. Uh, um, there's been a lot going on with Shrewsbury. Good stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. I've had my rant about Kilmarnock. <laughs> big time. Um, yeah, it's the hope it kills you. Yeah, so I've, you know what, it's been a bit of sweet time for me at the minute because you know it's great seeing Shrewsbury doing brilliantly, but at the same time, Kilmarnocker, yeah, it's, it's twitchy bomb time this time of the season now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so obviously we'll, we'll we'll crack on, but what we're gonna be really looking into tonight and try and cut it down to a fine margin. Um, don't want to go into too much detail and carry it on for too long, but um, basically the main crux of tonight is going to be the big one. Shrewsbury's five in a row to start off with. Um, the question I'll throw to you, Rob, and then we'll quickly brush on is uh, playoff potentials, an outsider. And we'll talk about super subs and obviously more late winners. Um, and then we'll also touch on relegation, mini league in the SPL. Uh, cup action this weekend for Kilmarnock. Uh, the free market, which is obviously open for both teams. Um, and, you know, the transfer activity. And then we'll just sort of touch on fans' reactions from both sides. And uh, finally, our predictions going into the weekend. So we'll, we'll smoothly get that done and wrapped up. Um, so first of all, five in a row. What can you say, Rob? What can we talk? What can we amazing? Say? Absolutely amazing. I mean, um, just before this run started, obviously we we eyed up the four fixtures before Oxford, and they were four of the bottom five at that point. And we thought nine, ten points out of out of those four games, we we'd be pretty pleased with that because our form had been pretty shite before that. Um, four wins, and you're like, wow, fly in. But you know, let's. Let's be real. They were teams who were struggling down there. So going into Oxford, I wasn't out because they were in a similar position to us, you know, and um, I wasn't looking at them in the same way I was the previous four. Um, so, yeah, I think this was the most pleasant of the five wins for me because um, as a standalone, just because it was much less expected um, and we can and the momentum carried on into that game. And the later it went, I then, I then didn't really want to say it out loud, but I felt like it was coming. Yeah, it was one of... I mean, I watched my MK Don's game on iFollow and I went on the um, 
I, I went on the verdict afterwards and and gave my piece on the game and just sort of about how great it was and it was people talking about the playoffs and and for me I was just more amazed at the fact that we were sort of sixteen points clear of relegation you know yeah. And and it, it you look at like I was looking at like stats. I mean, you know, you know what I'm like. I love my stats at times. You know, your bog standard stats. Um, I'm not into all the XG and all that. Not, it's probably because I don't appreciate. It. It's not that I don't appreciate it. It's probably just that for me, it's too complicated for me. I just like to keep. <laughs> so, uh, and you know what? Fair play to people that do all those stats. But for me, I just like looking at stuff like where we were at this time last season, this, that, and the other. Anyway, yeah. I noticed that, like, see, after the Oxford game, that's us now won one more than the whole of last season with 17 games to go. You know, we won 12 games last year. That's us on 13 wins already in the league. Um, We accumulated 50 points last season to stay up. We're sitting on 44 points. We're six off that target already with 17 games to go. We're going to smash that target. Yeah. So... It's mental to think that a few weeks ago we were calling for Cottrell out, not us, but you know certain parts of the the ground, you know cer- certain parts of the fan base were calling for Cottrell out, or you know this isn't good enough. And unless you know, end of the day, that's their opinion, but it, it's mad to think, isn't it? Like that's yeah. where we were a few weeks ago. You know that the fan base was split on it, and there's probably is fan base is still like that in a degree. But for me, I just think Cottrell's got the nails and the know-how um, of the league, and you know, you know what, like. I seen comments like from an Oxford fan saying about how great the Shrewsbury fans were, but then I seen another Oxford fan slating Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury's performance, um, saying that they're a lucky team, they're they're not football and sides, you know, this that and the other. And I'm thinking, you know what, right? It doesn't matter. You you play to your strengths, and Shrewsbury fans themselves will admit that they know they're not the best football inside. They haven't got the the players to achieve that. But what they're good at is breaking on the counter attack, and they've got good attacking players that can do that. And then you you just play to your strengths, and we're a good defensive solid unit, and we've proved that. You know, clean mm. sheet to Burton, you know, conceded a, a goal against Cambridge, only the one, but you know, a, what a clean sheet at Oxford as well, clean sheet at MK Dons. You know, yeah. these one nil wins where we're probably these are tough games. Uh, and you know what, MK Dons at Oxford, we weren't the better team. Yeah. We, we weren't, and we're not going to sit here and and you know say that and even Forest Green were unlucky not to win um, but it's more about the mentality and the, um, the you know to get to the end of the game and I mean you look at those goals right okay Burton you know an exception in Cambridge but even then we've scored goals in the last minute you know we still kept on going um, but the, yeah. the MK Dons game the Oxford game and the, the, the Forest Green game them wins have all come in the last quarter of the game two of them have incredible come run the- isn't it so so, so for me, I'm just like, I don't you know, you can't you, you can't slate a team that's won five out of five and with you know last minute winners and three clean sheets. You know, that's just we've had a great run. Everyone will say, oh, it's an easy run, but you know, every team gets this run this during the season at some point. And at the end of the day, the table doesn't lie with the ninth best team in the league, in, in and that's the way it is. You know, it's you know the, the thing is. If we're near the bottom of the table, we're one of the worst teams in the league because that's what we deserve. But yeah, you know, we we've deserved it. We're on merit because we've played to our strengths, and you know, for the for the budget we've got and that, we're 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 smashing it. I mean, there's teams down below us like Portsmouth, Charlton, Oxford. You know, bigger budgets than us. You know, and are not utilising it, and we're we're playing to our strengths. And 
you know, some people got to probably sit back in the shoes with fan base and probably think, hang on a minute, Cottrell and the team's actually not doing a bad job under the budget he's got. You know, I mean, yeah. we've put one player in in the January transfer window and what a signing he's been. Yeah, kept Bayless out, hasn't he? Yeah, but I've kept Bayless out, and he and he's and he's assisted two goals, um, yeah. the, the, and they're both winners for Bowman as well. So passionate, isn't he, Phillips? As well, like oh, absolutely, I... gives it the big in when he comes running over to the fans. I, I love it. I love right. it. Um, but yeah, we are definitely punching well above our weight. Um, I mean, I I think you mentioned there about the people who are, um, you know, doom and gloom after four or five defeats, but it's the same group of fans who are now calling that we're going to win the fucking league. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, know. don't get me wrong. I I I can I can like see because we're only t- like two or three points off now. Yeah, Barnsley got games in hand, but there's 17 games to go now, and we've put ourselves in a in a position where it's possible because everyone's got to play each other. We've got to play Barnsley. We've got to play other teams around us. Barnsley have got to go to the likes of Sheffield Wednesday and Ipswich and away and difficult games. We've got to play those teams as well. But at the end of the day, we're, we're putting ourselves in there with a good shout. And I'm not saying we're going to do it for a minute, but playoff potential, you, you can't say that we're not playoff potential um, candidates yeah. now because... Um, we, you can't. Seventeen games to go. Anything can happen. And look at you know, everyone, anyone that says, "Nah, you kind of do it." Not without squads. Well, I'm sorry. Look at what Leicester did. Everyone kept saying, "Nah, they're not going to win the league." Nah, they're not going to win the league. Not without squad. And look what they done. They went and done it. Um, yeah. you know, proof in the pudding. We we did under Paul Hurst. You know, I don't want to keep going back to that season, but if you compare that season and the players we had in that side, I mean, John Nolan is just sort of replacement for Bayless in that respect. Um you know, okay, we had Henderson and Godfrey, like they're obviously outstanding loans, but then you never know. Phillips could be a potential gem for Palace in the Premier League in the future. You know, we never f- knew that Godfrey was going to be this type of player uh, going forward. So um yeah. you know we have got a good side and you know I would say if anything our team is probably stronger. Um than what it was that season in some respects in certain positions. Um, I mean, I, I seen a stat today, and Dunkley's got the most clearances in the league. Has he? That doesn't he's, surprise me at he, all. He, you know what? He's had a he had a couple of slip ups. Like, uh, got away with the one at Bolton at home. Obviously, Cambridge away. But other than that, he's been absolutely rock solid. Um, yeah. You know, you know, he's so passionate, and see the Oxford. I mean, fair play to our support. We travel in great numbers for the um, size of our, our, you know, our, our our average crowd and that. But you know, great following. And I tell you what, I was what getting goosebumps. I don't know if you've seen the video, the one with Dunkley and that. You know, when they do the yeah. whole yeah, close up the videos and what, and the fans. I'll tell you what, the fans were so loud, weren't they, against Oxford? Yeah, it was great. So so loud. Um, great following, got right behind them. I mean, you can see every week, every win, the 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 crowd are in it together, the players are in it together, the management are in it together. It, it's it, it's just clicking really well, and and you know, long may it continue. And and it, and again, we've got another winnable game the weekend. We don't want to get too carried away, but I just want to take it game by game and see where yeah. it takes us. You know. Get another game off, get another win, maybe another point. Even if we, you know, get a point, it's better than you know, keep the unbeaten run going. If you know, some people will probably be disappointed, me included, if we drew against Port Vale. Yeah. Um. Even the Forest Green game, I was like, you know what, I'll take a draw. 
keeps you on beat and run. And when Pike scored, I was like, oh, wow, that's it. You know, we'll take Thank God point. for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, take the point, run home, let's go. And I, I remember we said we before the Forest Green game, you're like, nah, it's going to be a 3 0 game. <laughs> and I said, nah, it's going to be a 1 0 last minute Flanagan or something like that. It's going to be a scrappy game. And, you know, obviously Forest Green, because, and then, you know, Big Duncan obviously took over. I just thought, yeah, I just felt there was going to be something in it. And, you know, I'm glad I was wrong in the end. Um, it, like in terms of well, I wasn't. I was right, but I mean, I'm. I'm. I would have rather of <laughs> the three nil result that you said, but yeah, it was a tight game. But you're gonna get teams now coming to Shrewsbury. First game under the manager as well. Yeah, you're gonna get teams though coming to Shrewsbury now, thinking right. This is a team. They're gonna. They're gonna try and defend and break on the counter now. At times, these these teams, you know, and. Obviously, your better teams obviously try and pass it passes around the game and that. But I tell you what, I'm at the minute. I would take on anyone. I wouldn't be scared of any team right now. No, no. We've got some tough now. away games coming up though. I mean, um, you know, Accrington's never easy. We don't have, have an amazing record there. Um, Derby away, Peterborough away, and Ipswich away are our next um, four away games. So it's a, we've got it's Exeter, a tough run. Uh, Exeter away on a Tuesday as well. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Yes, so we've got Exeter away, Accrington away, Derby, Peterborough and Ipswich. That's the next run of away games. So, But if you look at our home games, um, that's Vale, Wickham and um, Morecambe. Morecambe. You know, that, uh, it's not many home games, is it? Um, but... Um, yeah, we, we need to be getting full points out of them, really, because that is a tough away run after, you know, what you would definitely consider, uh, you know, an easy easier run of fixtures. Um, but, hey, we're top of the form table. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Yeah, at the end of the day, right, you take game by game, and you, you mentioned that, though, but you see last season, well, say the last two or three seasons, we were probably top of the draw table. Um, we've only drawn five games this year, which is incredible, you know, you know. I mean, it's weird to think the first two or three games of the season, no, first probably month of the season, where I think we've drawn about two or three games. We don't really yeah. draw anymore. We either win or lose. Yeah. Um, but I think we've won something like seven of the last 11. I might be wrong, um, but I'm sure it's something like that. Um, and obviously we had that horrible patch in between, which is at Christmas. But when you look back at that, you are kicking yourself because if you've win two of those, like Cheltenham or Fleetwood at home, which is winnable games, you you're in that playoff, you know, and that's mm. even a win, you know, and you're sort of in there. So it is frustrating and it is obviously more annoying because the red cards went, you know, against us and then they were rescinded. So you think, God, what would the outcome be on those games? But anyway, you know, there's no point thinking about that now. That 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 happened and that, but I mean, it's such an exciting time to be a town fan at the minute. And yeah, just long may it continue. Um, I think it's over... Seven and a half thousand tickets have been sold so far for the game. Yeah, there's probably it's probably likely to be a sellout near near enough, I reckon, for Port Vale, which is incredible. Mad, absolutely it's, mad, and it's great. Just it just goes to show that what if five results and all of a sudden we're selling our. I mean, I know it's a local game, but I do believe that you know towards the end of the season, if we carry on the way we are, we're going to be getting more bigger home crowds, and this could be what we need. You know, that that extra man could. Give us a boost against the bigger teams like your Wickham, well, you know, your, the teams that are in and around us, you know, at home, you know, we, yeah. you know, because if we beat Wickham, that's a that, that's taking points off them. And there's sort of a weak gap now, sort of appearing, you know, in that sort of I think we're ninth, and then there was something like five or six points between 10th and 11th. So if we can keep that gap and just keep within Peterborough, Wickham, and that, 
Um, and, and on and Barnsley and that and drag maybe Bolton down if they can start dropping points and obviously we've got to play them then you never know you know there's one position yeah. at the minute but two could open up so you and we've got Peterborough to play home and away as well so there's yeah there's um it's an goal difference as well yeah well that's the thing we were minus six before this run and all of a sudden yeah. we're up to plus four now so we've swung it by ten miles behind still though i had a look and then there's a lot of the teams above us have got much superior goal difference so it has done us good but um i i just hope that that is doesn't hinder us you know going forward really um the games in hand obviously and you know you can't you can only win the games you got in front of you but that's fine but um yeah that goal difference we could do with a couple more four or five nilers couldn't we at this stage i, I always remember I, I always see see for me though uh, games in hand i don't try and worry too much about that i just worry about what we've got on the board because like you say you can't do anything about it and i always remember everyone seems to think oh two games i mean yeah, Barnsley won one of their games in hand against Oxford, but then they went to Portsmouth and nearly lost one. You know, they equalised in the last minute. So, you know, they nearly slipped off in that next game, whereas we carried on winning. So I think we just need to carry on worrying, concentrate on our results. And, and like you say, it's great. We'll look at other teams and if they're dropping points, and they, you know, that's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Bar- Barnsley essentially dropped points there. So it could have been a gap of, what, five, but it's now three points. So, mm. you know, it's it's... It's um, it's as annoying as it was that they scored in the last minute. You know, yeah. you, you're just grateful that they've not obviously won another game. So, and we've got to play Barnsley. So, you know, if we beat Barnsley away, uh, which we're more than capable of doing, I don't think there's any team in this league that we can't beat. It's just about whether we've got the strength and the ability to do it. And you know what? If we finish at if we finished top 10 that's a brilliant season for me because I agree I predicted top 12 at the beginning of the season and let's face it I think we're going to be finishing top 12 now I can't see us dropping drastically um, as bad as we as the bottom are so I, I, I completely agree. Um, just a quick shout out for uh, Ryan Bowman as well. You know, we, we've been the first to criticise him on a number of occasions and fair play to him. You know, he's been sat on that bench for a long time and he's had his moment this last week, hasn't he, with, with the two two winners. Um, yeah, can't fault it. So, yeah, credit to him. He even got a song um, going for him and all the players. I don't like it. <laughs> I really don't like it. I, you know what? I like it because all the players are joining in and singing it. So I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, it's but you know what? It's it just shows whether you like it or you don't. It just shows the togetherness that the fans are singing it. The players at the end. It's it, it's good that they're, they're all in it. And like you say, Ryan Bowman, that'll be good for his confidence. You know, I mean, to come off the bench, I actually think Ryan Bowman is going to be better used as an impact player. Um, yeah. I mean. I mean that that goal against Oxford, the way he finished it was brilliant. But let's talk about the assist. I mean, Phillips was on yeah. the ass. <laughs> yeah, and he and he just had the vision to flick it, it over, yeah, scoop it over the defense, and Bowman was on it like a flash. And it was like it was like I mean, sort of Andy Cole, Alan Shearer sort of esque finish. It was like you know volleyed it in and. Yeah, I mean that was a proper striker's finish. Yeah, I mean that and the um, the winner against um, Forest Green, two proper natural strikers finishes. Really, very different finishes, but you know, one on his right, one on his left. It's weird because last season you put your money on him missing it, like those chances, and he's now got four goals and you know, and if I'm right in saying 
three of them have come from the bench. I think Bristol Rovers away. He also came yeah, the yeah, he came on for Udo, didn't he? Yeah, he came on and equalised. So for me, uh, it, it's good to, because you've got someone on the bench who's now going to come off and be capable of scoring. And then, I mean, Pike as well for someone who's again, I'm not. He's he's done okay. He's done a job. I'm not too keen on him um, either. But you know what? He puts in a shift and, and fair play to him. He's come on, and, and both players who scored against Forest Green, who looked like they could potentially were talked about like by me and you heading out the exit door if players were to come in in January, which obviously, you know, nothing happened apart from Phillips. You know, they, they could have been going out the window, and, and they've come on and, and, and given Cottrell food for thought. Um, and Pike, I mean, it was a great finish, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Um, and, and we thought that was it. <laughs> but we, um, we Sunderland them. Yeah, we did. We basically, you know what, right? I remember saying about, I was just raging about the Sunderland game because about how we, it was weird because I, I was frustrated with that. And I said, you should never be losing a game like that. It, you know, it's, <laughs> very rare, it's very rare that it happens. And then, yeah. you know, long and behold, we go on this winning run and then we've done it as well. We've basically done a Sunderland. But you know what? Yeah, that was, it's, it's great. You know, it's everything, it's everything about this run. It's the, the goals we're scoring, it's the, the clean sheets, it's the possession as well. We've had a lot more possession as well in games. Yeah. Um obviously in some of them we've we've we it's been varied game you know, some games we've had a lot of possession of the ball. We've we've we you know, we've took the took the game to the some teams and had a lot of chances. And then there's other games where we've been on the back foot and really been struggling to sort of get forward. But we've been defensively good. Then on the counter, we've we've um, taken advantage, and you know these these are two games, MK Dons and Oxford, which at the back end of the season now, when you look at it, if we are in a position where we're potentially in a chance of the playoffs, you'll look at those two games as two crucial games in my eyes because yeah, um, you know I think the Shrewsbury of old would 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 crumble and either concede or or, or lose a game. 1-0 or 2-0 you know so to to hang in there till the end and it's a credit to the to the goalkeeper defence and Morosi was absolutely superb back to his best um, uh, against Oxford so yeah credit must go out to him but no it's um, exciting times to be a time Leahy Leahy nominated for the PFA Player of the Month yeah and Cottrell for the manager as well yeah the, yeah uh, month award. so Brilliant. it'll be great Did you... if they get a double um, one question I haven't asked you yet, mate, but um, we haven't caught up on yet. How late did you stay up on deadline day to it? Absolutely, fuck all happen. <laughs> Don't even talk to me about deadline day. <laughs> did you stay up till the window closed? Well, it was 11 o'clock in England, and obviously nothing happened. And, I, and then I got excited because I thought, well, obviously, Kilmarnock had released Kyle Lafferty and Ollie Shaw had got did to part. Yeah, and he's got, he's, yeah, he got released apparently for. Um, which I still don't understand. It was for we there was oh, I don't even want to go into the command chat man, I'm just frustrated. But well he basically got he got released for misconduct, but whatever that is. So the rumour is uh, <laughs> for everyone ever on their podcast last night, I was listening to it today. Uh they recorded last night and they said <laughs> the rumour is he shot in someone's bag. Oh my god! But, After, but, so he had that ban, and the club yeah. was stuck by him during that ban, and then he comes back, and oh my god! But that's a rumor. I mean, rumors are, are, are like wildfire around it. Come on, so anyway, you know what that's just made me think of uh, that but, meme of that Scottish woman going, "It was fucking money, yes." 
<laughs> I'll tell you what, right? If uh, it's definitely not that, he's definitely not sharing a bag because there's no way they would stick by him for all that and all the bigotry and then just go like, right, you've shot in some Lafferty, he shot in a bag. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so he's playing in Northern Ireland now. He's signed for Linfield. Um, but you know what? Fair, Derek McInnes apparently didn't even know this was coming. So, he, right, an interview after the Dundee United game, it was all a bit weird, really. How that happened. So, yeah, the board have sort of made their decision on that one. And then, guess what? Ollie Shaw, he's out of contract, right, in the summer. Our top goal scorer from last season. And he's not hardly played at all this year. And then he's out of contract. So, Barnsley basically offered us 75 grand to take him off our hands. Wow. We were like, yeah, okay, we'll have that. <laughs> so, we took, we, we sold Ollie Shaw as well. So, he's gone to Barnsley. So, so, you know what? That's going to be typical now, isn't it? We've been just talking about Barnsley and about their sort of uh, the team to catch. He's going to now score the winner against Shrewsbury, or he's going to score the one, the goal that stops us from getting in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, imagine! He actually came on against Portsmouth. I've been following. He didn't. He didn't play against Oxford, um, but he he came on against. Uh, yeah, he actually had. You're right. You see, when they do all these sort of intros on Twitter now, when players join, because Burnley do the best. I mean, Burnley, yeah. the admin team needs to get like a big pay rise because I, I yeah, actually every time Burnley do a, a, a signing, I'm think I'm, I'm envious. I'm like, I wish I was a Burnley fan. Anyway, yeah. I was like, oh, I'd love to be a Burnley fan. Getting like your yeah, notifications like, oh hello, signing time. Let's watch this latest. Oh, our admin team is good though. No, to be, I was going to say, do you remember the uh, ABBA situation? Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, our admin team is uh, is is pretty you know, shit hot. To be fair, and to be fair, our, our admin team at Kilmarnock are quite good, but um, they they get our players jumping through um, uh, doors with wrapping paper on, um, <laughs> like Vassal did. That, that's what I said. They must be. They must have run out of wrapping paper at Kilmarnock. So I had to stay up. So the answer to your question, anyway, go back to that, so diverting completely, is the Scottish window didn't shut till midnight, so oh. I had to suffer an extra hour of basically doing fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Do you know what? I would appreciate it more if they just tweeted at nine o'clock saying, our, our business is done. Thanks for staying up. You know, if, if they know, that, or if there are no deals in place, fair enough if they're trying to push one through, but if there's no deals in place, just fucking tell us. Uh, I think, I think to be fair though, come on, we're pushing for a deal, but um, as, yeah. <laughs> as Derek McInnes kept saying on his interview, um, that we kept hitting the crossbar. And, uh, mm. yeah, Before we move on, like, I find, I, I really think January was a disappointing transfer window. Like, we had a big opportunity there to sort of bulk out the squad a little bit where we needed to get a left back in. I mean, they may have tried. You, you never really get told of the deals that don't happen, do you? But um, we're kind of left with what we had, Bar Phillips. And obviously, he's a great acquisition. Um, but yeah, I just felt a little underwhelmed. So did you? Yeah, I mean, I was. it was weird because obviously, this run we've been on. Um, yeah, it helps. Sort of help cushion the sort of blow, and you you you're sort of thinking to yourself, well, maybe do we really need to upset the balance of the squad? But then you do look in reality that if we get an injury or we lose a couple of games and we need to sort of change things about, 
we haven't really got a lot to change. So, yeah, it is what we've got. And I think that's what will fail us on getting anywhere because there is going to be a come a time where we are going to have to change things about. And, you know, the, it's we are pretty much limited. And obviously we've let O'Brien go to Gillingham. And that was the, <laughs> was it or was it going to happen sort of thing. Um, and who else went out? Um Anyone else out? I'm trying to think now. Well, K- um, Caton got extended, didn't he? Uh, he, he yeah, he was, I'm just trying to think. Uh, the only one, I think it was just a case of we were waiting for people to go, but I just feel as though if the O'Brien deal had happened maybe early in the day or the day before, then we would have got a better chance of maybe getting someone. But then, I mean, Cottrell, to be fair, did come out and say that there was no money and no activity would be happening. So, yeah, you sort of. Some people were saying, oh, was he sort of just saying that? You know, that's typical Cottrell. But I had a deep gut feeling that, yeah, that was going to be the case. And obviously, it, it, that was the case. But, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good window. I mean, you know, no injuries yet. Um, Phillips has obviously come in and he's won every game in the league. So, he's got 100% record. So, long may that continue. <laughs> yeah. And you could potentially say Bowman has been like a new signer. Because we didn't have Bowman before Christmas, because we had him, but he, he's come on and made a difference, hasn't he? So yeah, I, I sort of look at Bowman as a new signing rather than just the body on the bench that begins. Oh, with... De Costa went, didn't he? Oh yeah, De Costa went. That's right. I was trying to think of the other one that went. Yeah, I was gutted about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's a shame. It's... I think it was the right decision though, because Pike yeah playing that position to do a job. Uh, Bennett can do a job there, and um, you know Winchester and Taylor Moore. So I think there's just too many players there. That, that can I know he was he was a he was a he's probably the quickest ever to become a cult hero. I think <laughs> um, without playing many games. Yeah, I think he played five games in total. Like, so. yeah, it is a shame because he's injured. The injuries fucked him a little bit as well. So he, he um, but yeah, good luck to him. Yeah, good cross on him. Um, he was yeah. cross with the ball, but. Yeah, just I think there was just too much competition there. And I think Taylor Moore's really come onto his game. We talked about him um last time we spoke and, and again he's had a good another good game, um, pretty solid and he, he's getting more consistency than in that position now. And I, I just think that Taylor Moore's come on leaps and bounds as well. And I, I do really do feel that, you know, this team is is good. Um and we've got one of the strongest eleven in the in the league on its day. Not saying it is the strongest, obviously we're, we're ninth place, but you know that's why I think that on its day we can go up against anyone and give them a good game. You know, so yeah. Just on Taylor Moore, um, definitely the most improved player since Christmas. Oh, I without least. doubt. I mean, I weren't having him. I was not having him, but I, I, I was wrong. I got it completely wrong. He's found his position now, and um, yeah, he's really impressed me. And, and that's why we have these sort of discussions and why we do these episodes and that and have podcasts because it's a good way to sort of just talk about the games but also just how players, are, our perceptions and that can change. I mean, you know, we, we can all be the most fickle of fans at times. Um, as you rightly said about one minute we're getting relegated or we're, we're <laughs> so pessimist and then the next minute we're, we're flying up the league and going in the playoffs but we can't yeah. ignore the fact that we're, we're we're talking about you know I'm not for a minute saying that we're going to make the playoffs let's let's, no. just, put, let's just put that straight um, but what I'm saying is we've given ourselves a good shot of getting into a position where we, we could potentially be in the mix um, yeah. in the season and you know what to say for me I think that's all that's all you can expect as a Shrewsbury fan is 
not expected to get promotion straight away, but it's about having a plan, um, having a sort of a, a team. He, he likes to bring in players that are tight knit that fit into the group, and his signings have all been really good. And I think you know he's improved. He's he's kept us up, and he's okay. Last season was maybe just a bit of an anticlimax, but it was what it was. And then this season, you you did feel as though we were improving, and then it sort of there was a bit of a decline. But the fan base were a bit up in air about what was going on. But then all of a sudden, you know, we bounced back, and we're in now a position where we are going to finish in a, a really good position in the top half. And I just think that's progress for me. And I think next season it's about progressing onto that. Um, I do feel as though if we went into the playoffs and uh, you know, and if we did by some you know weird <laughs> amazing reason we got promoted, it would be too soon and we'd be straight back down. So I do feel that another season. Be bloody good though, wouldn't it? Oh, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't. I, I would. I wouldn't say no to it, obviously. But I do feel for the long term future of Shrewsbury. I feel as though you know, if we can get to that sort of position where we get a strong team together, we've got get a team on on paper which can play better branded football next season. I think next season that's what the aim should be. Next season, really, is yeah. getting better quality players in, um, getting more strength and depth in certain areas, and then playing a better brand of football naturally your position will be further up the table you'd like to think on you know so but we're, yeah. we're, st- we're I'll tell, I'll tell you what mate if um if we get into the playoffs I'll uh I can bagsy you a, a ticket for the away leg of the playoffs because um I can get a plus one so it's all yours mate sorted I'll, I'll be there mate I'll be there don't you worry let's about hope it. it's not fucking Portsmouth or someone like that I can't be arsed going all the way down now <laughs> <laughs> Portsmouth won't get in there it's going to be to be fair, the playoffs at the minute, it's going to be, I was speaking to Gab about this, It's um, you've got Ipswich, Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday, so pray pray to God that Plymouth, um, oh, I just had a thought, imagine our friends from Ipswich, it could be them. I know. We'd have to get them on. Do you remember when we had them on early on in the season and they said, wouldn't it be beautiful? No, it was actually not this season, it was last season. And he said, wouldn't it be beautiful next season if Ipswich go up as champions and Shrewsbury get in the playoffs? I remember him. So I was actually listening to that podcast every week. Yeah. And because um, it was about the Toto, about the George Nurse and the Toto. I think and I, I, I remember him saying that. So there you go. I think he's predicted it. I think he's yeah. actually going to make it happen. About the that. Oracle. Did you see that thing I, I tagged you in the other day? And it was someone put, who is the greatest nurse of all time? And I tagged <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, George Nurse, he's he's brilliant. Did you see a talking of Nurse though? Um, and obviously you mentioned Udo there. There's a picture of Lee and yes. the uh, finish room. They look like smiles on faces. And uh, you know what? Where's George Nurse found all his hair from? I know. I was like, ah, that's not George Nurse, surely. Not. <laughs> but um, he's still showing his tattoo. Gets the tattoo in, doesn't he? Yeah, it's like it's like the tattoo equivalent of get the badge in, isn't it? I get the badge in, get the tattoo in. But no, <laughs> I, I, I love George Nurse. He's a he's a top he's a top player as well. And, you know, the, 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 the two, they're all smiling, you know what I mean? And I just think, oh, just, I would, you know, and it's, I just think back to, like, some people say about how we've done this season, um, and, and, and it's not great at times, but George Nurse and was was a large part of our attacking play, and let's not forget that Shipley's playing out of position. Yeah. Udo is our main striker, who no doubt would score plenty of goals this season in the team. Um. 
but then you could probably say that Sadie and that maybe wouldn't be playing, but yeah, you know, I mean, may not have had him on loan, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, to have our two best players from last season out for pretty much most of the season, um, and being ninth place, you wouldn't have thought it, would you? At the beginning, first teamers. I mean, did they? They must have had nearly forty six appearances each last season. They were pretty much ever present, weren't they? Oh, aye, and and obviously Udo was a large contribution of our goals. He had yeah. sixteen goals, and then I think he had a few assists, so near enough you know, twenty yeah. of our goals. Um, you know, came from Udo, um, in some capacity. So, yeah, it's a large loss in that team, but we've sort of we're doing all right, you know. And I think last mm. season actually we only scored forty-seven league goals, and we're on thirty-six already. So, <laughs> um. Yeah, we're we're sort of well on to our way to smashing all targets from last season. But good. So happy days. I, you know, this is the the most positive I've been as a Shrewsbury fan for I think since I've been doing this. Must have mm. been. It's I'm the most positive episode I think we've ever done. Oh, I. And I, I was just going to touch that. Do you know when the last time we won five in a row? I would imagine under Hurst, right? Uh. Uh-uh. Get the long, the longest amount of games we won under Hurst in any part of that time of the season was four games in a row. Really, I think we won four in a row at the beginning of the season, and then we drew at Oxford. Funnily enough, um, <laughs> go on. So then. When was it? It was. Um, I'll give you a clue. He's Scottish. He's Scottish. What? Mickey under Mickey Mellon? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't in the fine margins era. Okay. <laughs> it was uh, right. So it was the second half of the season. So we won eight out of the last ten games to finish second, and it was the sixth. Good game. format in it. Good promotion format. Yeah, good. Yeah, and we won six out of those eight. Uh, the eight wins out of the ten. So it was the first six of those games. So we won six in a row. So we could equal that against Portland. Mm. So. So yeah, and then we kept seven clean sheets in that time as well. So, yeah. so it's a um, tough week next week, and Exeter away and an Accrington away. That's some miles. They, um, I hope we cope with it better than last time because we had that Plymouth and Portsmouth week, didn't we? In that bad run up um, in the lead up to Christmas. So um, yeah, uh, I mean, how many points would you like to take from the next three games? Ideally, at least six. I think the way we're going in the net, I think six. Is minimum. I think if we were to lose one, it would probably be Exeter. Um, mm. But I think I think we we were good enough to go for seven points and positive. Yeah. Um, for yeah. seven. But you just don't know in football. Football could be is a funny old game, and we could lose to Port Vale because we've got our biggest crowd. We're on a big run at the minute. We're all excited. Well, Forest Green, look how we're at nearly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Port, Port, Port Vale have a, a large away following, so they'll come and piss on the party. But. Um, it, it could go anyway, but I, you see, I, this weekend I'm going for a 1 0 to Shrews. We'll get the predictions out of the way for the weekend there, so I'm going to go for I was going to say the same actually. So, um, after you, who, who, who have you got as your score? Ooh, I'm going to go for a Bowman off the bench. There you go. Again? Yeah. Why not? Three in a row. Yeah. Would, yeah. And, and, then, and then you see when that happens, I'm going to have to do a bit of research on the last time a, score, a, a striker came off the bench or a Shrewsbury player came off the bench and scored three in a row to get the win. Three winners. Yeah, I don't think there ever will be one, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Phillips his first goal. Oh, I like that one. That's it. I'll be a, yeah, I'll, and I'll, he'll I'll, go wild. 
Yeah, just imagine that. I can Phillips. see you. you. You're seeing it, aren't you? You're picturing I'm seeing, it. I'm, I'm picturing Phillips picking the ball off on the edge of the box, right? And it's nearly like, say, the last 10 minutes or whatever. Just driving it. He's driving it into the top corner, right in front of the Port Vale fans, and then just running <laughs> past them with a grin on his face, fist pumping, and then running over to block nine. So you're saying that Port Vale are going to turn us around at the uh, coin toss, are they? I fancy, <laughs> I, I fancy Phillips. I, 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 you know what? That's good. I, I mean, Bowman will do it. I reckon Bowman will score. But if Phillips does it, I'll be. That's what I'm going to be dreaming of. Like you know, Phillips scoring in front of the veil. You can hear it. You can hear Stuart Dunn. Oh, <laughs> don't get me, don't get me started, man. It'll be like it'll be like um, Martin Tyler when Aguero scored yeah. uh, all those years ago uh, for City. Oh, brilliant! Alice Phillips. <laughs> And then, you'll hear, and then you'll hear Gary Neville in the background. Do you know what? I um I came across the clip the other day from um the radio clip when uh when Udo scored at Anfield. And oh, um have I, you heard the clip of um of Stuart Dunn? Uh no, I've not I I'll have to oh, it's amazing. Abs- I'll send it to you when we're done here. It's absolutely amazing. Um like just a bit where it just speeds up from the cross and when Udo, and then just when it, um, Stuart Dunn goes, uh, Shrewsbury leader Anfield is unbelievable, honestly. That's a word you never thought you'd hear. Shrewsbury no. leader at Anfield. I know, I know. I'll send it to you when we're done. I'm, I'm keeping no. it forever. Nah, it's um, you, you can't you kind of take away moments like that, even though we lost, it's like that game, but we led. Yeah, not many teams. We'll say that there's probably quite a few teams that will lead at Anfield these days, especially at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> they are fucking hoaching, man. They are terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So, so yeah. That, I mean, we covered quite a bit on the uh, five in a row there. So we'll um, we did say we're gonna. We've talked about the transfer window. So we have touched on that, and obviously potential playoffs. So we've ticked off pretty much three or four things there. I mean, yeah. What I want to touch on on the super subs though is. You know how alike is Shrewsbury's run to Alex Ferguson at the minute? Late winners, super subs, and then the way Bowman comes on and finishes like an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer finish, you know, with a strike. It's all like resembling um, Man United, isn't it? With under Alex Ferguson. Yeah, just I think just that never say die, never say die attitude. Uh, like um, Fergie's team. I can't believe we're comparing Shrewsbury Town to Fergie's '99 team. But anyway, um, <laughs> no, but um, what, no, no. But you, what I'm saying is that there's. I know certain, what you mean. They never give certain, in. Yeah, there's certain characteristics in the team. Um, you knew it was coming. Yeah, you just you just have a feeling these days that come in the last minute. Shrewsbury are gonna. You you, you wouldn't you wouldn't write Shrewsbury. You wouldn't walk out the ground at a Shrewsbury game at the minute because. Whether they're even when they're even when they're like winning, you you know that they're gonna still potentially score another goal. Like, yeah, um, right to the death. I I mean the the game against Burton away, um, you know we scored a, a goal. I think it was did uh, Donkley did a cross turn, um, <laughs> and I think obviously Cambridge. You know, so there was someone that put out a stat the other day on late like goals in the last fifteen minutes of games. And I think we had scored 10 and Sheffield Wednesday and someone else had 13, I think Burton Albion. Mm. Um, so I, I messaged the guy and said, I'm not happy that Shrewsbury are like that low down. Um, so like fifth or sixth, I said, give me a table um, that shows last minute winners. And he says, 
for you. I'll do that. Um, I'll get that sorted. But I can I can assure you that Shrewsbury are top of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. Like, it's really good. I, I said I said that that's the only reason I asked. I said you you don't need to put the list up. I just wanted to clarify with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's. I mean, it is. It's a never say die attitude, and um, it's a credit to their players. There's obviously the, the the team morale though is is more than what. I, that's what I really do see at the minute. And like you say, that the coming over to the fans at the end, whether it's Cottrell as well, wishing the fans safe journey home, the whole get together at the end, and that some teams will probably laugh at that. But for me, it's all about togetherness. They're all in it together. Lose together, win together. They're all in it together, and I, I really like it, and it sort of makes you proud to be a Shrewsbury fan right now. Um, yeah, and I'm sure many, you know, echo that for any other fans that are listening to this, and, and any Shrewsbury fans out there that, you know, it's it, as much as it's a great time to be, um, on this run. There is going to be a point where it's going to come to an end, but we should remember that we're not going to be the teams like the Ipswiches, the Wednesdays, and that, and we should just enjoy this sort of run, and. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we're going to have a big crowd behind us in the next game. And that's what it's all about. It's about enjoying moments like this in football with teams like ourselves, which, you know, are not expected to be up there and that. So, yeah, it's great being the underdogs, but it's also great being on such a great win as well. Uh, yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Do you know what? The amount of um, like messages and stuff I've had on Twitter as we've been getting this run saying, fucking hell, your lot are still going. <laughs> I know, or, I know. Um, we've messed up their bet. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what, right? I had to laugh. So my mate, his reaction after last week was, "I cannot believe it. What is going on? Every time I put Shrewsbury on last last season, they failed on me. <laughs> and he bets against them. Yeah, and I was like, mate, just don't go betting on them this season because you're going to ruin it. He's like, what? I said, but I want my money. I, said, I don't care. I said, look, I'm a Shrewsbury fan. Just leave it. Anyway, <laughs> the best one was I was at work talking to bets. And he he said, he came over to me. I was actually, because I've been working at home for like two and a half years, but I was told to come in the office on the Saturday and it was a forest green one. So I, I had the scores on the website and I sit and it was BBC and I seen we lose and I was like, oh, that's it. And then my, my mate came over and and he's like, oh, just put a bet on it's It's lost. Thanks to shoes. I was like, oh, no, terrible. But just don't talk to me about it. And in Kilmarnock had lost three 0 that day at Ross County, so I was just like, bed pissed off. <laughs> I went on my break anyway, and my phone was like, obviously looking at my phone, there's all these notifications, and then I seen one, and it's like Shrewsbury, it's like, yes, we've done it, or something, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Honest, I was like, what? Yeah. I, was like, I was like dead confused. I was like, yeah, I was, like, I was scrolling down, all I could see all these notifications, and it's like goal hike and but and I'm like what the hell yeah I went to find my mate and I go um you bet did you uh did it did you say it didn't come in he's like I oh, yeah so it cost me like 250 quid and I was like that's a shame isn't it he's like you taking the piss <laughs> he's like, you've come over here to tell me that and ask me that I was like I said well what would that what would what would that what would you uh say would you give me like a tanner if I told you Shrewsbury had won and uh, your bet come in, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, okay then," because it hasn't come in. I was like, "All right, okay." Go and check your app. But I said, "I said he's like, oh, you winding me up." I said, oh, "I swear to God, I'm not winding off." He's like, "No, you you always winding me up." I said, "I'm not winding you up. Just go and have a look." He come back, and all you could hear was a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like you said earlier, it's just so rare. It's not believable, is it? Aye. Uh, so it was, it was dead funny, and I, and he come back, and I was like, so uh, do I get a tanner then? He's like, no. <laughs> 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 I was like, that's fine. I'm, so, I'm just glad you won. So, so and uh, yeah, it, it did it cushioned the blow ever so much because obviously we got pumped at Ross County, and I was raging, um, especially as Brophy had scored against us. He used to play for us. Um, so yeah, it was it was uh, it was it's funny like you know, but fans' reactions at the minute, you know, it's great. I've I've got you know, fans up here going, but the Astros we're doing great at the minute, and um, you know, we're doing really well, and yeah, it's just like it, it's um, there's a lot of interest now because obviously Ollie Shaw's gone to Barnsley, and mm. um, you do get people sort of interested in Shrewsbury at the minute, but no, the the, the replies at the minute, you know, it's it's great. You know, you can't fault the way um, we're playing. Um, and long may it continue, like you know. So, yeah, shout out to Chris as well. Um, he listens to this, he's a Sunderland fan. Um, but he, he used to have a crack on Twitter last week, well, for the last few seasons when they're in League One. But fair play to him, he still keeps an eye on Shrewsbury's results and win, lose, or draw. He always messages me about it. So, um, yeah, shout out, Chris. Oh, nice one, Chris. Good. And uh, Sunderland having a good season, to be fair. I'd they really are. Say, I'd, I'd actually say, that, to be fair, with the Sunderland game, I didn't think we played bad. I think that was probably the catalyst for the win because probably the manner of how we lost, it was like, yeah. since that then, we've gone on that run. So, uh, Chris, thanks for uh, your team. For Cheers, Sunderland. The motivation, yeah. Cheers, Sunderland. Shout out to them <laughs> um, as well. Um, also, um, shout out to Josh Valor. So um so yeah Josh Vella and uh Can we do it again? Go on, go on. So 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 the Fleetwood fans um what were they singing? Something about um I can't remember what they were singing anyway, but yeah, they were they were basically six points above us after they beat us, and they were singing about Josh Vella being up there, and they were saying about Josh Vella being at a better team and wanting, you know, this that and the other, and little Fleetwoods, bless them. Um, you know, I put a picture up last week. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm, uh, I did. Uh, why is Josh Vella asking about the gap with his hands wide open in a Shrewsbury shirt? <laughs> That's right. Cause Wasn't Shrewsbury it um, fifteen ahead of it? Weren't they singing um a Josh Vella left for a big club or something like that. Ah, yeah. that's right, yeah. Well, that big club, um, uh, unfortunately, 15 points behind the little club. So, uh, yeah. Josh he Vella. should have stayed with the big club. Josh, Josh Vella, um, congratulations. I'm pleased for you. I'm sure you're a nice guy. Um, yeah, so well done. Anyway, um, and also shout outs to, um, who was it? The... Uh, the Shrewsbury Town uh, FC Police played. Um, I like following them because they put up videos of our away following. And yeah, um, the video, they're great. The video they put up uh, was brilliant. They put up, uh, I make that five wins in a row for Salop. Great noise for the 550 Shrewsbury fans. So, you know, another. It sounded like more than 550. Oh, I certainly did. Certainly did. And um, here's an interesting one that Shrewsbury put on. So we talk about super subs. So that's now in this run. We've scored four goals from substitutes. So Bowman with two of them, Pike with one, and Bayless with one. And they've all been yeah. winners in the last minute, mate. So, well, well yeah. apart from Bowman's, obviously, but they're all, all in the last 15. So that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Pike's was the equaliser, wasn't it? Yeah, no, 
but it was it was brilliant. It was late, 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 late as you like. But uh, no, it's been it's been great, and uh, <laughs> I put a lot. I I got a bit excited last week, so it's allowed. I st- I started singing Mambo Number Five. I saw this. <laughs> I thought, is this one of your another one of your songs that you've created? No, no. But to the tune of Mambo Number Five. Yeah, pretty much. A little bit of Shrewsbury is all I need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was I was singing that all like Saturday night. You know, I couldn't couldn't help myself. But yeah, do you remember singing. when we signed Mambo and we didn't give him a number five? No, that oh yeah, Mambo, oh brilliant! What worst, am I, worst am, piece of business we've ever done in not the pl- signing him, not giving him a number. Imagine though, if um, if we basically signed him and he scored the winner in the five in a row, like and he was here. Like imagine that. That would be that. <laughs> back, back page. Yeah, back page. Yeah, I, I'm gonna play a sound clip now. So here we go. Get some goosebumps on this. I hate to drop it to you, mate, but I can't hear a thing. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Well, I'll, 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 what was it? It was uh, your favourite, Ryan Bowman. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, it was uh, no. It's, it's great times being a shoes fan, and, and I, I'm just loving life at the minute, and uh, so is everyone else. So, so we, we've both gone for a, a one nil prediction, then. So that's yeah. that's good. Now, also the charity game as well. Yes, um, yes. I the see. charity game of Dave Edwards is arranging. Um, he's obviously got a basically a, a Shrewsbury versus Wolves All Stars kind of game, really, isn't it? And um, they've announced a, a lot of players who are who are going to be involved um, this week. So I think it's on Sunday, the nineteenth of February. So um, yeah, get yourselves down there if you haven't already got a ticket. Pretty cheap, I think. It's either a fiver or a tenner or something like that, and every single penny goes to charity. So um, yeah, get yourself down there. Is it is it right that it's uh, also for little rascals as well? For mm-hmm. they, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the uh, and for the foundation. Aye, that's right. Yeah, for the foundation. Um, yeah, no, Dave Edwards obviously doing great things at Shrewsbury. Um, obviously, there's the uh, in the Stiffs live show in the end of February, uh, the day yeah. before the Wickham game. So, um, I mean, what a time to be a town fan at the minute. With I know, people from I know. yesteryear coming in from the um, promotion season in the conference, so yeah, it's 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 you know it's other thing. But nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and you know what a time you know to bring that in. Usually, like um, you know that these sort of things are done probably mid season, you know, during the season, and that has ended. But to have this in like whilst the season is still going and in full swing, and uh, while it's quite exciting. Um, it's great to have these things going. So no, it'd be uh, it'd be uh, really good. So exciting times. But do you yeah. know what? One of my favourite moments of this season was when the Inner Stiffs lads uh, came round the um, stadium before one of the games, and um, he said, "Oh, just come up and see us." And uh, Sam Aston follows me on Twitter. So um, I went over to, I, I couldn't, honestly, mate, I, I was like, I couldn't believe this. So bear in mind, I've been on the Riverside watching Sammy Aston run down the wing a lot. And uh, and uh, so I've gone up to him and he went, and Sammy goes, lads, lads, it, it's Rob Boxing Shrew off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I went, he knows who I am. <laughs> uh, so you, you've made it now. You've made it. Well, talk, talking to those five players, um, I'm in conversations at the minute with one of those five players. Yes. I'm not going to spoil it. Yes, um, yes, but I'm in conversations with one of those five players at the minute about uh, coming live on, not live, but coming on a recording. Um, for one of got our some episodes. questions for this individual. <laughs> yes, we we certainly have indeed, and um, yeah, let's just put it this way: 
Um, he's a very good player on his day. <laughs> that rounds it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in, yeah, he, um, he, he was good, but no, um, he, he's that's that's a that's a that's a wee spoiler. So it's one of the five there. So take your pick from them. We've had Darren Moss on in the past. I know you wasn't there when we'd done that. Me and Daz done Darren Moss. Um, totally. Embarrassed that himself. Quality. That was quality. Moss, Moss, Moss. Oh yeah, talking a talking a shite in a in a in a bag with Kyle Lafferty. <laughs> didn't, didn't 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 Mossy mention Ian Dunbar and had a shite in the, in, the ref, in the ref toilet or something after? Yeah, something like that, or in the oh, shower or something. Yeah. Right. So um, shite not for everyone, but it certainly <laughs> is for Lafferty and Dunbar. anyway, I'm spreading rumours about Lafferty because apparently that didn't happen. So you know, okay. it's just it's just whispers, but you know. Players do that. Players do do it. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't put it past me that Lafferty's done that. To be fair, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so go go. We'll sort of wrap up. We've done quite a lot of covering about Shrewsbury there tonight. Now I know you sort of keep an eye on on things with Kilmarnock, um, of course, these days, and so does uh, one or two of our friends. I know Wayne likes to see how uh, the old Kelly are doing, especially as he's got his uh, his uh, hat. Uh, when he came up here. And his lad asking about the, the games. Yeah, exactly. So that's great. I love it how people take an interest in coming. Shout out but, Harry. Yeah. And shout out to Wayne as well. Has he finished his pies yet? Or still in the freezer? <laughs> how many did he bring? brought? <laughs> brought a lorry load, a lorry load back. Fuck it out. To be fair, he's like, ah, you no, know, because you can buy him in like, you know, like Aldi and that. So, or, or Morrison's. I don't know about down there, but obviously up here, you can buy him in your local ones. So, um, but if he if he is Wayne, if you are listening to this, I'll see him on Saturday. Are, I'll ask him. Yeah, if you are missing one, I'll happily transport one down to you. And Wayne, don't forget my season ticket. You've got it, mate. <laughs> yeah. So, so Wayne, you'll get your killy pie when you give your season ticket back to Rob. Right. right. <laughs> Deal. There we go. Sealed it. Sealed a pie on on a on a live on a live episode recording. There. <laughs> so, yeah. So go. So basically, where do I start with Kamana? I mean. Yeah, we had a we had a terrible, terrible transfer window. I've pretty much taught the arse off how shite it is at the minute. But I'm I'm trying to be positive, like Yeah. Because we're not like miles behind. It's just frustrating because we kinda win away. Um and for the god no god, you know, loving the money, um we're just struggling away from home. It's like, you know, flip our flip our away form to our home form and home form's absolutely superb. Yeah. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that killy form is just getting it's getting into getting into his system. Get, it's too much. I can't I can't let, it out, let it out. Right, there we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm dying now. You're right, mate. Uh no. Killy is still not one away. Um <laughs> so Killy are repeating on him. So, so basically, I don't know why, but I'm planning to go to Hibs a week on Saturday. Um, yeah. And to be fair, my away form this season ain't bad. I mean, I've gone to every home game bar Ross County. Um, so obviously, I'm some sort of good omen at home. You've done Hibs before? No. So I've not done that be a ground to tick off. But I've yeah. been to Motherwell, and that was one of our two points this season. And we gave a good spirited um, performance against Celtic in the semi-final. So my away form record is, you know, not bad. In the league, it's unbeaten. So yeah. um, I'm going to bring the first win 
uh, back to Rugby Park um, when I go a week on Saturday. So there you go. How are Hibs getting on? <clears throat> Hibs, we beat them this season at home one nil, lost away one nil. So quite even get you know not yeah. You know, I mean the one nil we defeat away from home, we were down to ten men after ten minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> so I mean Hibs this season, I think they're fifth. Yeah. Uh, fifth or sixth, so I mean their defence is terrible though. Like so, I, I fancy us to go there and get some. I'll, you know what? I'll take a draw. Like because Hibs at the end of the day, it's a tough place to go to. So I'll take a draw. But we, to be honest, it's not about. I would take a draw. We need to go and win. Doesn't matter whether it's St Mirren away or Rangers away. Yeah, mm. we can't go to Rangers and say oh, it's a free hit anymore. We have to go to Rangers and and try and get a win because that's the position we're in. <clears throat> but there is a mini league down there at the minute, um, and it's amazing to think that I'm getting so annoyed yet we're ninth. You know, <laughs> it's um, you know, any team below us would bite your hand off at being ninth at the minute. I mean, you've got yeah, Motherwell. I think Dundee United the twenty points at the bottom. Motherwell are on twenty. They're eleventh. Ross County are on 21, and then we're on 23. So the goal difference, I was just having a look, the goal difference is, is worrying now, isn't it? Because if, if Motherwell and Dundee win, they would right. actually go both go above you on, on goals. The, I mean, the, it's... the only good thing is that Motherwell, speaking to a Motherwell fan today, and he reckons they're not going to get a win until next season when they're in the championship. So. <laughs> That's pos- nice and positive, isn't it? So... so... <laughs> So that, that uh, to me, I'm like, you know, that takes a box off. So that's fine. I'll, I'll happily finish eleventh and um, beat A United in a playoff situation, and then stop them from going up, and then that'll be good. So, um, <laughs> cause, yeah, because I don't know if you know how it works in Scotland, but basically, the bottom team basically yeah. you, you're fucked. You, you're playing championship yeah. <laughs> football. And then you're, there's a playoff, isn't there, between yeah. the second last and, and then and then you then you've got a like. When you finish 11th and the season's over, you've just got to watch these teams in the championship fight it out to play the second shittest team in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got all the momentum and you've got none. Yeah, we've just we've just got fuck all like momentum. Uh, you know, if we're sitting there. I mean, we, we played in COVID against Dundee, so it was even worse. And I tried to it was probably wasn't worse because we didn't have to go to the game. You know, you got a, there was a selected five hundred fans that got to go and suffer. Um, <laughs> at the time, and and luckily I wasn't one of those selected ones. Um, I just got to watch on the tally, unfortunately, and cry and cry to myself. Oh. I actually, actually remember, this is how sad Rangers fans are. So, I, 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 well, I all I, of them. No, no, right. So that was the year Rangers won the league during COVID, right? Yeah, I remember when we drew with with I think Celtic, and a Rangers fan was banging on about it and. I said, no, I said, I can't remember what it was. I basically said, so this was back in like the September. I said, Celtic will smash him. We'll get the 10 in a row. Um, just winding a Rangers fan up. Like, anyway, the minute the whistle went, I, I kid you not, right? I got a tweet and it was a Rangers fan that had retweeted my tweet from September <laughs> saying, get it up, you, you plastic twats. And, I, and then just, I was like, I was like, that is the mentality of Rangers fans. He's kept that. He's literally that originally. He's kept that in in a note on his phone, ready. Uh, he's he's literally copied and pasted it, or he's he's oh he's screenshotted and thought, right, I need to go back to that. He's obviously uh, during the game thought, right, I need to scroll my tweets back to September. 
<laughs> and I'm just like, I've been in your head rent free for nine months. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Should have charged. Should have charged. I know. I could, I could have made plenty of money on OnlyFans for that or something. I know. <laughs> rent free fans. I'd subscribe, mate. Rent free fans. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I was. I thought that was quite hilarious. It sort of um, made me forget about relegation for about five minutes, um, yeah. and then I went back and started crying to myself. <laughs> and then Jason Cummins was swinging on chandeliers. And... Can, I, can I ask you a question? Like with because mm. so many fans. I mean, we we've struggled over the years, haven't we? With with town with it at times, and and obviously you saw with Kelly. Like, how do you deal with relegation? Because sometimes you can go down and it's all doom and gloom. And then there's other times where you think, right, this is an opportunity to reset, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, last season, because Kilmarnock had sort of... They had a good bit under Clark, obviously, so the relegation wasn't really a factor. But before that, Kilmarnock were renowned to be a team that were not always there. You know, they just survived a couple of good seasons, you know, won a cup. But it was all about breaking into the top six. So, yeah, it was... You know, <laughs> there was a couple of times where we were really close, and I think we even finished in a playoff position, but then won the playoff. You know, so um, yeah. But but yeah, like this season, sorry, that season, it it for me, I was like, oh well, it is about lockdowns being on, so lockdown will come out. It's a it's fresh change. You know, you're not going to be have all the bigotry of all this, you know the stuff that goes on with the bigger clubs gets all these new grounds, take off a few grounds, get back up yeah. for its time and then have a right go go of it and, and recharge again. And it sort of felt like that was all happening. Um sort of went a bit wrong in the championship, got a new manager in, got a better manager in, but then things aren't quite clicking in the Premier League and there's something not quite right uh with our recruitment. And that's the main thing is our recruitment has not been great since the days of when Clark left. You know, it's been not just this season and last season, it's been for a few seasons now. So it's it's, it's annoying because the, 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 the board do great things at Kilmarnock. You know, they get yeah. a training facility put in place. Um, so the emphasis of youth and that will be obviously crucial, hopefully. Um, the, the the board do a lot of good things. I mean, we've got the the safe standing in place, and two of the stands we've got um the new disabled access in place as well, in the Moffat and um, with the ramp. We've got the fun area for the kids, and the the school initiation. So a lot of schools coming in. So a lot of great things going on at Kilmarnock at the minute. Um, but just the the football inside of it, and the decision making at times, and and what's happening, you know, with supporting the manager and and whatever it's just not happening and um it's quite frustrating really i mean to come out of a transfer window shiter than we were is unbelievable <laughs> like you know we we're in a shite position anyway and you're thinking right we have to strengthen we've got this boy on loan from liverpool by the way who's absolutely superb absolutely brilliant um set up the goal on his debut against dundee united and looks a class like player yeah. who've you got old. um Luke Chambers. Oh yeah. Um really good player. Um and Robertson basically told him to go like on loan and, yeah. and 
he he made him sort of go like he had a chat with him. So yeah, he's he's a really good prospect. And obviously, with you being a, a Liverpool fan as well, you you know, I'm oh. sure you'll be keeping a close eye on Kamarnik even more now. See what this young boy does. But of course, he's been getting some rave reviews, and a lot of a lot of Kilmarnock fans are really liking him in his two games. He obviously was in the team that suffered a three-one defeat at Livingston, but even then, he was getting high praise for his performance and was one of the one one of the few players to come out um, with pass marks. You know, so there you go, 18 years old, coming straight into the team. Yeah. Derek McInnes even said that he's never seen a player play as good as he has on his debut. Um, yeah, because he's never played adult football, has he? No, it was his first ever game, like an honest to God. He, he was slipping about in the park at the bit, so getting used to it, because obviously it had been the plastic pitch and you know, the right boots. Yeah. But then one or two other players were slipping about. But then after that, he was bombing forward, loves to get forwards. Um, and I mean, the assist for the goal, it was just like he made it out of nothing from a throw-in. Dragged it past three players, picked out Armstrong, and then Armstrong just killed it in from twenty odd yards out. But yeah. I mean, it was just the, the 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 sort of calmness and the composure to pick him out. You know what I mean? Just so comfortable on the ball, and yeah, it was it was good to see, and I really like him. So long may that continue. So that was the one positive of the transfer window. But I mean, we were still, you know, we had four, five strikers. We lost two. Probably arguably two were our better strikers. In actual fact, the two were our. The, like, Luke, Ollie Shaw, so he scored the most goals last year. He was our top goal scorer. And then Lafferty was the second highest scorer. Um, and we lost both of them. Um, yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? Arguably, we're pulling up trees this season. We missed Lafferty for a large part of it. But on the day that, you know, when you sort of cut the mustard and when they're playing in these crucial games, Arguably, that I would say that they're good enough to still score goals, and they're better than nothing. Yeah. Um, so to lose both was unreal. Uh, but I can, to be fair, I can see the sense of Ollie Shaw leaving. Sick there, he's out of contract in the summer. He's probably not going to sign on. We're probably not going to keep him. We, we've offered seventy-five grand to take him off our hands early. You take seventy-five grand, take the wage off our hands as well, free some space up, free money up, um, and then Lafferty gets gone. He'll be on a big wage, both on big wages. So you're thinking, right, someone's definitely going to be coming in. <clears throat> it's not as if money's going to be an issue yeah. at that point. So even if it's just for a short-term deal, but just, yeah, nothing happened. So, Mate, look how often it's happened with Shrewsbury late like, in recent years. Norburn, um, Ogbetta, big fees coming in, big wages off the books and no replacements coming in. It's... um. Yeah, it's just such a business at times, and we don't like to see it as a business as a fan, do we? No, I know. It felt like as if we we're planning for next season in the championship, you know, the way that was. But mm-hmm. I don't know. But the thing is, the free market's there. Like, and to be fair, McInnes has said, and there has been rumours today <clears throat> of his possibly signing Chris Maguire, used to be yeah. ex Sunderland player. So, yeah, Sunderland, I remember him. Yeah. yeah, your Sunderland fan will um, remember him. So, maybe I'll, I'll get a lowdown from him. <clears throat> yep, yeah, and also um, I think he was at Lincoln as well, and that. But he had, a, he had a, he's had a good career. Like he was actually at Killy on loan when he was at Aberdeen, so he's on a free transfer. But I think he's he's been done for betting or some betting sort of issue at the minute. But I don't know. So I don't know what position that leaves him in in signing. He must be able to sign because there's been a rumor of him being uh, being able to get signed up. So that would be a good deal. Um, and then obviously Jordan Jones left as well. That was another one. Did he? Yeah, he's gone back to Wigan. So we lost oh. him as well. So that's what, did you send him back or did they recall him? They recalled him. But it was a bit weird because they, they recalled them after the window. And then there was talks. We didn't even know about it. 
then it was happening, then it wasn't happening, and then it happened. <laughs> it was weird. So, yeah. yeah, it's just that's what I'm on about. I said communication at the club is just not good at the minute. Not good. Uh, um, our third choice goalkeeper went to Exeter, um, and it's not even been announced on the website yet. That was a week ago. <laughs> uh, it's like as if he doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just like yeah, just that's that's the way it is at the minute. But as a Killy fan, but um, yeah, the dog fights is it's going to be tough. But I've invited um, a fan from each to come on, so hopefully going to get that recorded at some point in the next week so obviously listen out for that Rob if you want yep, to join yep. and listen in you can but I think it's probably going to be a bit boring for you talking Scottish crap <laughs> I'm going to have to <laughs> I don't mind. I'm learning I've learned a lot this season already just just from this chat you know but but no it's um it's going to be it's going to be um a, a good watch to the end of the season from a neutral so Keep an eye out for it, and uh, fingers crossed we just do enough to to get over the line, whatever that is, um, going forward. But yeah, and um, you know what? Cup action this weekend, Dundee United. Um, we got scalped four 0 there in the league, but we've beaten them twice in the league. No, no, once in the cup. Yeah, once in the league, once in the cup, um, and drew on the first day. So we've got a good record at home against them. Um, it's just the way we obviously got scalped four 0 So I don't know how the um the cup game will go, but we've got a large following going. Don't know why, because it's away. Um, but then we have got a hundred percent record in the league, apart from the semi final in the cup this season. So we uh, we have won away, <laughs> just in the, just in just in just in the cup. So you never know, we might win, and um. Yeah, Darvel as well, who beat Aberdeen. They're, they're at home. So I think Air, Darvel, and Kilmarnock obviously all in action this weekend. So three Ayrshire teams. Um, in That's the great last, for the region. Yeah, in the last 16 as well. So, yeah. And and potentially, you know, they could have at least two of them, if not the three again, could be making it into the quarterfinals. So, who did Darvel uh, get? Uh, Falkirk at home. So, you know, championship beat, side, yeah. Uh, no, League One. League One. A Falkirk in League One now. Yeah, I know. Bloody <laughs> hell! I know. Yes, I know. Um... So, so yeah, it's it's a winnable game, but it's it's one of those games where they beat Aberdeen, so everyone thinks, oh, they'll beat Falkirk. Yeah, yeah. Aberdeen. Uh, it was just typical that Falkirk will turn off and probably win on two or three nil. But the day Darvel have got a good chance. You know, the it's on the no. Monday Monday night again. It's on the tally. If they can, you know, there's no reason why they can't. Has has a non-league side ever got to the um or a team from that level ever got to the quarterfinals before? Not in my time, I don't know. But there's probably you know I'd have to have a proper look. I mean, I'm still learning every day with Scottish football myself. So yeah. Um, yeah. there is people I know that I could ask that would know that straight away probably. But uh, from what I know in recent history, I don't think there is anything that I've seen. Uh-huh. Um. Because Gretna had that run from the lower leagues, didn't they? Aye, but then didn't I'm sure Gretna were in the Premier League at one point as well, didn't they? When they got to the cup final, were they in the Premier League? I uh, don't know if they were or not. I know they got to the Premier League, but they uh, they like went up it like season after season, didn't they? I know this. It's mad what happened to Gretna. Did did, did um? Oh, I'm sure, Colin McMenamin used to play for them. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I used to love Colin. That's a fact. I can't believe I'm even going to say this on the podcast, but I remember being out on a Saturday night after we beat Wrexham. Um, no, on a Sunday night, sorry, after we beat Wrexham, it was like a bank holiday. So obviously it was a, you know, everyone was out on the Sunday. And celebrating. The, the, yeah. the players are all out celebrating and they're out in Monty's uh, at the Montgomery's Lake and uh, 
I'm upstairs in the toilet having a pee, and next to me was uh, <laughs> Colin, <laughs> just, just next to me, and we were just we were just chatting like Colin's having a piss, like, and I'm just having a piss, <laughs> and we're just chatting, going, "Oh, brilliant, great!" Because he scored as well, like, and I was yeah. like, "I was like, ah, great, great to see you score today." He's like, ah, he's like, ah, fucking yeah, beat the Wrexham and all that, and his Scottish voice, and he's like. Ah, um, I was just, it was just what so a weird experience. It was weird, just basically talking about Colin McManaman's goal next to him whilst he's having a push. That was very <laughs> weird. Did you shake his hand? Uh, I shook some <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was you know what, right? The funny thing was, like, because I was sort of looking at him, oh my god, he, he just it was hanging out. That's all I'm it's saying. weird, isn't it? Isn't it? That it, is a weird situation, it's it such was... a weird situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was hanging out, right? And I couldn't stop, but just that glimpse, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I've just seen it. And, it was... <laughs> and um, it just caught my eye, that's all I'm saying. I was like, fucking hell, Colin, can uh, I get a picture? <laughs> uh, get a selfie, mate. I don't think selfies existed in those days, did they? Oh, uh, did, did, no, that's did, funny, did, man. Oh, so yeah, it was, um. Yeah, but then it was good because we went downstairs, right? And <laughs> he was shaking hands with people, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> he's washed his hands." Like, yeah. um, but no, no. But I saw, I saw. Uh, we, then we went to I can't remember, was it Liquid and Diva? I can't remember if it was called Liquid and Diva. They're all Liquid and Diva. And uh, also, Big Leon Fortune West was in there as well. Um, and I was like, oh, "What? A, what a player!" Like, but no, that was another year. That was that was the. Oh, that was a year after because he wasn't there. It was a year after because they were out, and I think it was with Dave Edwards and um, or oh, who else was there? Uh, Derek Tolly Power and all that was there. And to- Tolly, I, yeah, yeah. I, the, all, all all the players are there. But I, they they used to love a night after Wrexham. It was always on a Sunday as well. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin McManaman having a pish. There you go. <laughs> there's a there's a thought to leave you for the night. Thanks, mate. So yeah, um. But yeah, that's 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 pretty much everything that we've covered there. So uh, I've really enjoyed tonight. Um, from talking about Shrewsbury getting promoted, um, to um, what else? So basically, McManaman having a pish on a toilet next to me. It's all been good. Yeah. Nice. Well, just going back to back to the, the you know the, the topic of the start about mental health. Obviously, if if you're listening to this, send a text to someone tonight, someone you haven't spoke to for a while. Someone you you know a member of your family. Yep. Just say hello. Just say hello. See how we're doing. Yeah, and and just you know it's um it's important to talk. Um, me and Rob enjoy doing this for you know just for the fun of, uh, and the love of football. But you know we also do it. You know I'm sure Rob you you'll vouch for this, but you know like myself. But I sometimes feel it's great getting stuff out like this, especially last week when I was frustrated with what was going on at Kilmarnock, and I know it sounds trivial, like it's only football. Mm. It, was on my, it was on my mind and I thought I need to release this sort of energy and that so it's a therapy on, in itself yeah it is and it's it's good and, and whether you win lose or draw you, there's always something to, to laugh about and at the end of it isn't there like tonight you know we're, we're talking about people having a piss in a toilet who <laughs> would have thought it like but it's it, you know on a serious note there is a lot out there and you know whether it's talking to a family member or, or someone you don't know um, probably in my recommendation, someone you don't know is better because it's not, they're not attached to you. Yeah. Um, but whatever works for you, yeah, just just try and talk to someone because you know mental health is 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 out there for it, and it still needs to be talked about every day as much as anything else. It's an illness, um, but it's not one of those that 
is noticeable, you know. So, um, you know, but if you do see someone, I, the way the biggest the biggest thing I say to someone, right, um, or or what I think about mental health is, see if you're out for a walk and you see someone walking by, just say hello. Yeah, simple as that. Yeah, because you don't know what's going on in their life. You don't even know them, but if you say hello to them, they they may be having a bad day for you, you know, and um. You saying hello to them, you're acknowledging that person, and if they are having a bad day, then it might just make them smile and make them think, oh, you know, I, you know, it's it's just good it's people just, out there. Yeah, yeah just just the simplest. I know, you know, it sounds daft what I'm saying, but it's the simplest of things like that. Not sometimes daft. it can make it's make a, make a difference. Like so, you know, it's definitely you know definitely worth talking about. But no, um, thanks again, Rob. I've really enjoyed speaking to you, and I hope the listeners out here, you know, you have a good week. I hope you're you're good. So hope you'll enjoy listening to this. Um, tell us about any experiences you've had and if you spoke to, uh, to any footballers after a game, if you've had a piss with anyone or whatever you've done, <laughs> share your experience. And and uh, remember, Wayne, your curly pie, um, if you want it, um, it's yours. You've got one right. Only on... if he gives me my fucking season ticket back. Well, yes, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> obviously the, the deal does come with you've got to give Rob a season to get back. Otherwise, unfortunately, the, the, the killy pie will be mine. Um, but, <laughs> but for now, listeners, take care and have a good week. Keep safe. And um, yeah, just um, up the shrews and up the killy. <laughs>